Sister Artie and knew her well. Can we celebrate and just give God praise for her life and for her legacy? I'm going to ask at this time if we could let's bow our heads for a word of prayer as we sense and seek God's presence in a very tangible, manifested way in this moment. God, we know that you're everywhere at the same time and while we don't need to send you anywhere, there are times when you will manifest your presence strong and mighty in certain moments. It is called your Shekinah, your glory. And so, Lord, for this family, as they gather from near and far and other disciples of this church who have come to give support, Lord, we want to feel your presence in song, in scripture, in words given, in the eulogy rendered. We want to feel your presence. We want you to remind this family they're not enduring this ordeal by themselves. So, Lord, if you would, show yourself strong and mighty. Do what you do best, and that is be God. And we'll submit to your divine and your sovereign will. It's in the name of your son, Jesus to Christ, we pray. And in his name, we claim it done. Let every heart that truly believes say amen. Amen. Do me this favor, if you would. Put your hands together. Give God praise. I'm going to ask that... Um, our executive pastor, Dr. Monica Redmond, she's going to continue to lead our worship service at this time. And uh, you'll hear from me later on. How many of you know that God is a good God? Oh, come on. Is he a good God to you? Is he a good God for you? Come on, all over this place. Let's give God some praise in here. Come on, this is the day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. I don't know about you, but we've come to celebrate life. I know that they call this a funeral, but we call it a home-going celebration when an individual has lived their life that has been pleasing unto the Lord. This is a celebration. So all over this place, would you get to your feet? Come on, give God some praise for the life of Sister Artie Clyburn. Come on, you can get to your feet. Come on, come on, let's give God some praise in here. Come on, let's give him praise, give him praise, give him praise, because he is a good God, and he's a good God for us. We're going to sing when we all get to heaven, when we all get to heaven. Why don't you join in with um, Sister Naomi Worthy as she sings when we all get to heaven. Just one glimpse of a heaven glow. 
shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our New Testament reading, also very familiar, 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, beginning there at the 51st verse, it reads like this, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his scriptures today. Listen, reading is one thing, but application is another. I'm going to invite Pastor Samantha Council to come now. She will pray our prayer of comfort. She is the pastor of the Sold Out Outreach Ministries. Please receive her as she comes at this time. Pastor Samantha Council. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Hallelujah in this place on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray, please. Our Lord, we call upon you in our time of sorrow that you give us the strength and the will to bear our heavy burdens until we can again feel the warmth and the love of your divine compassion. Be mindful of us and have mercy on us while we struggle to comprehend life hardship. Lord, we begin to just begin to thank you, God. Begin to thank you for the comfort that you have given the family, God. We begin to say thank you, Lord, for the love and the 
compassion, God, that you've given the family, God. Oh, God, we say thank you, God, for the years and the tenure here for Miss Clyburn, God. We just say thank you right now, Jesus. Oh, God, thank you for the remainder of this day, God, that you are strengthening the hearts of the people, Lord. You'll strengthen the family and give them comfort, God. Oh, we say thank you right now, Jesus. Even in the time of the sorrow, Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing, God, and all that you're going to do, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, I came to praise God on today. Even in spite of what's going on, I still came to praise God on today. Because if you knew, if you really knew Miss Clyburn, you'll begin to praise God with me. Because Miss Clyburn has been knowing me since I was 17 years old. And that's been a long time ago. But as she was at the hospital, just give me a moment. As she was at the hospital on last week and... I began to go up in our room. You know, the first thing that she said to me, she looked at me and she began to, she began to witness even to me. She began to say, I'm all right with going home to be with the Lord because I know exactly where I'm going. She said, Samantha, don't cry for me because I know where I'm going, darling. So don't cry for her on today because she's going on to be with the Lord. I'm going to sing a little bit of this song and get out of your way.
put your hands together again. Come on, let's thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for those beautiful, beautiful words. Thank you for the prayer, my dear sister, and thank you for the song. We have certainly been blessed in this house today. To God we give the glory. Is anybody blessed in here today? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Put your hands together. This is all about our God, and we're thankful and grateful to be here to celebrate life. That's what we're doing. We're celebrating. At this time, I want to invite the following to come to this particular microphone and give your words of tribute. Tanya Robbins is going to come first, and after she comes... This sister Terry Clyburn is going to come. Please come in that order. Put your hands together for them as they come. Miss Artie Clyburn. Miss Artie Clyburn. She was truly someone that loved the Lord. She loved her family and she loved her church family. You know, I'm one of the ones of the many that she ministered to. You know, I was one of the ones that refused to leave her side. You know, we first met in um, discovery class. No, excuse me, it was first members class. She was my teacher. And after the um, first members class, she told me about the discovery class. She also told me about Sunday school, and she made sure that I connected through Sunday school. So it was actually during Sunday school teaching that she and I became really close friends. You know, one of the things I learned right away about her was her gift of sharing. You know, she would, um, on a daily basis, she would just call, first of all, to see how I was doing. You know, as far as the sharing is concerned, you know, she would, uh, I would go by her house, and when I leave out, you can rest assured that I had something in my hand. When I would see her in church, you know, she'll dig down in her purse to make sure that I had a piece of candy, she'll get something to my granddaughter, you know, one of the things that she loved to do also was share her time. You know, one of the things that she and I did on Saturday mornings, we volunteered at the women's shelter. You know, she would bring clothes to the women. You know, she would minister to them. She would give them words of encouragement. You know, it's so much more that I can say about her. But it was the God-fearing woman that she was that drew me so close to her. So, and Terry, I refused to leave her side, so that's how you became my sister. So, you know, I can say much more, but most importantly, I just want her to know that I'm going to really love her, and she's someone very special to me. Um, I'm Terry Clyburn. Um, I'm Artie's daughter. Uh, I was talking to Dr. Scott when he came to see me, and I realized something once my mama passed away, that uh, she had a heart attack two and a half years ago, and that's when I really met my mom. That's when we began to know each other and understand where we bumped heads at and the things that we needed to work on. Um, it took my mom to get sick for me to have to take care of her. And I enjoyed it. Um, my mom went through a lot in her younger days. And just looking back at my birth certificate, my mom was 21 when she had me. So she knew nothing about being a mother. But one thing that she did know, no matter what she went through, she always had me by her side. Uh, we, we went through the domestic violence together and it was funny because when I turned 16, I was playing softball and my dad went to jump on my mom. So I grabbed a bat. I was like, we're not going to do that no more. Um, I never understood why she stayed with him, but when we were talking these last two and a half years, she said she wanted me to have a father. 
And so that's what I had. He wasn't a good husband, but he was a great father. Um, some of you might not understand that because you're probably thinking, well, he beat your mom, but he was a great father. He never spoke ill will to me at all about my mother. Um, my mom is very strong. She's a very strong person because she fought all day that Tuesday. She was speaking in tongues and talking to somebody, and I was like, Ma, who are you talking to? She wouldn't answer me, but I knew it had to be my grandmother, my grandfather, my great aunts, my uncles, her dad, her mom, and my Aunt Sadie. So with that being said, I haven't cried. I will not cry because my mama was 80 years old. And now I'm going to take her place as the matriarch of the Clyburn clan. And I'm going to keep going. And thank you guys for coming. But I would like for everyone to stand up and give my mama a round of applause, please. Family and all. Sister Terry, I think that everyone in this room as present, we were honored to know your mom. We were honored to sit and talk with her. We were honored just to be a part of her family and her clan. And so we just say to you and we say to each and every one of you that's here, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for being here for this family and being with them. I want to say to you, don't let today be the last day that you reach out to Terry. Reach out to these young people. Let them know that you're with them each and every day. Because tomorrow is going to be a little bit more difficult for them. It's going to, it may be a little bit more difficult, so they're going to need you to continue to call them. Continue to send text messages, emails, whatever you need to do. Let us agree today that we are going to continue to reach out to this family just to let them know that they're not in this by themselves. So can we agree that we're going to do that? Come on, put your hands together. Come on, put your hands together. Signify today that you will continue to reach out to this family after today. To God we give the glory. Sister Naomi Worthy is going to come now and she's going to sing angels. After she sings, the next voice you will hear will be that of our pastor, the Reverend Dr. Robert C. Scott. Please receive them as they come.
waiting for Jesus to call me. Sister Naomi Worthy, thank you for um, blessing us with that rendering. Um, want to uh, thank Dr. Redmond for leading us as far as this ongoing celebration is concerned. Um, certainly appreciative of Pastor council for being present and offering uh, prayers and words of encouragement and song to this family 
one thank um, our incredible gifted minister of music, Scott Gibson, for helping to set the tone and tune for this worship experience. To uh, persons who have served as uh, served with Sister Artie here at the St. Paul Church, to our ushers, thank you for being on post and for being so faithful. Um, to Sister Terry, to her children, and to the grandchildren and great grandchildren of Sister Artie and siblings and others um, we're here to encourage you we're here to encourage you uh, and I'm so glad you got things right with your mom That's a testament to God's grace and mercy and power. And it takes a lot of courage to even share that, especially among church folk. Um, it takes a lot of courage to share that. To Sister Robbins, thank you so much for the insight you shared as far as how Sister Artie um, brought you through new members class and would dig into her purse to give some. She used to do that with me too. And when I first got here, she said, now, young man, don't let these folks drive you crazy because they will. She ain't never lied. She's going to be missed, but never forgotten. Um, and, and I guess the, the thing about it is, is that um, I, I, I have pastored long enough. I'm going into my 33rd year of pastoring, 44th year of preaching the gospel. And um, I have lived long enough to, to realize that in most situations, it's only a few that get on your reserve nerve. And um, Sister Cliven kind of steadied me when I first got here to St. Paul because there's only a few um, that, that would get to you. And yet I remember she used to sit right over here with her sister Sadie. Um, Terry would come and sometimes Terry would sit on the pew with her or the pew ahead of her. And I want to commend you, Sister Terry, for uh, the care, the care uh, you provided for your mother in her last days. And, and God is going to honor. God will honor your faithfulness. I, I don't want to hold you all any uh, longer than necessary. Um, Dr. Redman, I believe, read Psalm 23. I want to, if I could, lift up one verse of that psalm. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I'll stop right there. And I just want to talk just for a few moments you're never alone. You're never alone. 23rd Psalm is a psalm of providence. It is a psalm of protection. It is a psalm of the care of God. It is a song that was written by David uh, to demonstrate his relationship with the Lord as his shepherd. And it is interesting to note that when you look at the First three verses, David speaks in first person. The Lord is my shepherd. I 
shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. But when he gets to verse 4, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. There's a change in the tense that he moves from first person to third person talking about God and how God is walking with him through the valley of the shadow of, of death. And I want to let this family know that just because you have a relationship with God as your Lord and Savior does not mean you won't have trouble in this world. Job reminds us that a man or a woman that is born uh, of a woman has but a few days, and those days are filled with trouble. And even though Sister Clavin saw 80-plus years of living and life, we know she had some trouble. But the problem that I want to combat right now, if I could, just for this few short, brief moment, is that there are folks who really believe in the church that if I have a relationship with God, I can get anything I want. That I don't have to have any problems or any pains. I won't ever suffer. I won't have to deal with sickness. I can name it, claim it, nab it, grab it, get it, get it. And it doesn't work like that. All of us, saved or unsaved, will go the same way if the Lord tarries. And I want to correct this notion because I will admit that even when you know God on a deep, intimate basis, it does not mean you won't have trouble every now and then. Life is not filled with a bed of roses. And even those roses have thorns on them. And so right now, I just want to, if I come, to lift up a valley moment. Valley moment for this family as we come to remember and reflect and reminisce about the life of Sister Artie Clyburn, um, who served this church as a deaconess and served this church as a teacher in the new members class and served this church in our choir and fed the homeless and provided clothing for those who didn't have clothing. She served the Lord's church and yet it did not stop her from getting sick. But one thing it will do, that when you know who Jesus Christ is and the pardon of your sin, you ain't by yourself in the midst of your sickness. Sister Terry, I want to know, want you to know we are praying for you at this time. Uh, we're dealing with you, walking with you. You're not alone. The church, your church family, wants you to know that God's got you. And to these grandchildren and great-grandchildren, I, I, I want you to understand what it means to have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. doesn't mean that you won't have trouble. But it does mean that trouble ain't got to have you. And so, 81 years, yeah, that's fine. But Sister Artie's death still shakes us. And Sister Terry, I'll, I'll let you know, you may not cry now, but every now and then something will cause you to smile. Uh, you'll think about it in your moment of loneliness and that's between you and God. But one thing that I want you to know that death has a way of shaking us to our very core and death does not exempt us from having to walk behind the casket of a loved one. Uh, my relationship with God doesn't mean that you and I won't experience these valley moments. And they're not pleasant. I don't know anybody that goes around saying this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it when you're serious and you're honest about losing a loved one. Valley experiences, dark moments as far as our lives are concerned. And we never get used to it. Never get used to standing behind a coffin. Never get used to walking behind a coffin. Never get used to having to make the phone calls. Never get used to saying, sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so. We never get used to this. But yet, David reminds us with words of hope and courage that thou art with me. And thy rod and thy staff, they 
comfort me. I just want to let you know that you're never alone, Terry. You're never alone, Dave. You're never alone. Why? Because the Lord is with you. And when you have God on your side, you have his presence with you. David says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Can I give this to you for free? If you fear God, you ain't got to be scared of evil. And the word fear for God basically means to have high respect and high reverence for God. Not necessarily shaking in your boots as far as judgment is concerned. No, but it is having this healthy respect for God where you just don't do anything that you think you bid and bag enough to do. When you know who God is for yourself, you ain't afraid of evil. Fear for all of us, false evidence appearing real, is the greatest enemy for humanity. And the fear of death can be our greatest fears. But yet, when you know who Jesus Christ is and the pardon of your sin, you realize that death is not the end, but merely a transition from life temporal to life eternal. Something that, 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 that Terry shared with me as she was talking about her mother taking her last breath. And, and, and she talked about how she told her mother, it's going to be okay, let, let it go. And, and I believe, if I'm correct, Terry, you said that a tear came down her face. And she took that last breath, that last gasp. And I want you to know that when you know who Jesus Christ is, there's a testimony in your tears. There's a testimony in your tears that lets you know that when you know who he is and the pardon of his sin, while you don't want to leave your loved ones, you know that there's something better on the other side. What I love about God is that he promises to walk with us and to talk with us. And he's so close to us that he feels our hurts. He experiences our pain. He knows the tears and he's close enough to wipe the tears from our eyes. Yay, though I walk. Through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The Lord is with us. And when we talk about how the Lord is with us, that's saying a whole lot. Why? Because I'm letting you know, Jehovah Jireh is with you, the Lord, your provider. Jehovah Nisi is with you, the Lord, your banner. Jehovah Shalom is with you, the Lord, your peace. Jehovah Rapha is with you, the Lord, your healer. Jehovah Sekinu is with you, the Lord, your righteousness. Jehovah Rohi is with you, the Lord, your shepherd. And he promises to walk with you. And never to leave you alone. And, 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 and when you know who he is in the pardon of your sin for yourself, not only do you have his presence, but you also got his protection. And I, I, I would even dare say, I would even dare say, I may get in trouble for saying this. I would even dare say that there are times when we're dealing with the loss of a loved one that we need the protection of the shepherd because crazy folks will invade our space and might say the wrong thing at the wrong time. And, 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 and sometimes we need the Lord to walk with us and to let us know, no, you don't need to say nothing right now. Shut your mouth. Sit down. Be quiet. Let me handle this. His rod and his staff walks with us and reminds us, listen, I was able to help David fight lions and bears. And I'm able to help you fight your own lions and bears. People that will invade your space and try to come with some craziness. But if you let me fight your battle, I'm able to do more in my providence than you are with your Smith and Wesson. He promises to walk with us. And, and, and so when I have his presence and when I have his protection, he'll give me his peace. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Though I walk through. Y'all gonna learn how to shout. On a preposition, yea, though I walk through. He didn't say, yea, though I walk to the valley. Because I walk to the valley, I'm on the edge of the valley. He does not say, yea, though I walk in the valley. Because if I walk in the valley, I'm constantly there. He says, yea, though I walk through. Which means I am passing through. I ain't staying there. I'm not setting up shop in the valley. I am passing through the valley. Why? Because I'm getting to another side of the valley. And one thing I've discovered about valleys is that valleys always is in the bottom of a mountain. And so I want you to know that if you're in a valley, 
valley right now. God is in the process of taking you to a higher place that is known as the mountaintop. Every time you and I, every time you and I, every time you and I wake up, we're dealing with the shadow of death. Uh, every time you and I put on our clothes, we're dealing with the shadow of death. Every time you blink your eye, every time you take a breath, every heartbeat you have, you're dealing with the shadow of death. But I'm here to let you know that shadows are anything to be scared of because the only way that a shadow comes into existence is you got to have a big light shining on a small object to make the object look bigger than what it is. All I'm trying to let you know, family, is that the stuff you're dealing with looks bigger than what it really is but when you got God on your side God is able to shine a light on your problem and let you know your problem don't have to have you when I got you I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm done the writer says yeah though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil because you you God are, are with me and if I got God on my side if I got God on my side, I, I, I don't have a reason to fear anything, not even death itself. And so when you know who the Lord is in the pardon of your sins, when you know who the Lord is in the pardon of your iniquities, uh, come what may, you got the Lord on your side. Storm clouds may rise and enemies may attack and the rivers may come up over the banks, but because God is with you, you don't have a reason to be scared. And I believe I got a few folks, I got three, I got three in the house, I'll make four, that would testify that when you have the Lord on your side, he is able to give you the peace that goes beyond all understanding. When I got God on my side, it doesn't matter what comes my way. Storm clouds may rise and the winds may blow and the rains may fall. Trouble may come. Tribulations may roll. Trials may appear. Sickness may advance. No money in my pocket. No place to lay my head. Friends may leave me. Family may not understand me. Enemies may trip on me. Church folks may act a fool on me. But I got the Lord on my side. And if I got God on my side, that's all I need. That's why the songwriter said, I've seen the lightning flashing and I've heard the thunder roll. I felt sin breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. But I heard the voice of Jesus saying, still fight on. He promised never, never to leave me alone. Thank you, Lord. He promised never, never to leave us. Never. Anybody believe that? Have you been through things and you know that God has been with you? Oh, you know that to be true. Nobody had to tell you. You know it for yourself. Hallelujah. What a word we have heard in here today. I'm going to invite the funeral directors to come now. But I want you to know that God is always with us. His presence is always with us. And if he's with us, he can get us through every situation we confront in our lives. To God, we give the glory. Come on, let's give God some praise one more time. One more time. God, this God is going to come. We're actually going to do the committal right here. everyone with the exception of the family if you would stand at this time let us bow our heads for a word of prayer Lord we are now going what is considered to be the last mile of the way we come and we commend and commit Sister Artie's earthly remains to your care Terry, for her children, for grandchildren, for family and friends from near and far, bringing them together in strength, love, and unity that one cannot fall without the other. Help them realize, oh God, as they lean and depend upon each other, that they're leaning and depending upon you. 
we give them to your care right now, oh God. Keep them as only you can. And remind them they're never, never alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so let's please the almighty and wise God and his divine providence to take out this world, the soul of our deceased sister, Ida Clyburn. We therefore commit our body to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust. Looking for the day of the general resurrection when the earth and the sea shall give up his dead and that which is corrupt shall put on incorruption and that which is mortal shall put on immortality. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, right, blessed are they who die in the Lord for they shall, they shall rest from their labors. At this time, final words from our funeral directors. This place says, in love and memory of Miss Ida Clyburn, with sincere sympathy, Ellis Dinah's funeral home. Thank you, Dr. Scott. At this time, family and friends, we would like to thank the family, the friends who have come out and shared with this family during this hour of trial and bereavement. We would like to thank Dr. Scott and his pulpit associates, the St. Paul family. Paul Barrows, the flower ladies who will assist us in, in exiting. And we do thank you on behalf of the management and staff of Alexander Funeral Service for allowing us to serve you during this hour of trial and bereavement. Thank you. At this time, I'm going to ask if we can get some brothers that will come and serve as Paul Barrows. If you will come down to my right, your left, we need at least six. see some strong sterling brothers coming God bless you we need some sisters who would not mind serving as flower bearers if you would come at this time the resurrection and the life he that believeth in me though he were dead yet shall he live again he that believeth in me shall never never die the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked even my enemies and my foes came upon me they stumbled and they failed nor a host should camp against me my heart shall not fear Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing that I desire of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. In the time of trouble, he shall hide me in the secret of his tabernacle. Shall he hide me? He shall set my foot. <laughs> 